Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Styles Files. You know, it's a somber, somber day. It's been a somber week since the Warriors lost. Still trying to get over it. You know, um, you know, it could be worse, right? Like I've said multiple times since that 3-1 loss a couple years back, nothing would ever be worse than that. And, you know, this clearly wasn't as bad as that. Weren't fully loaded. Plenty of injuries um, to go around. It just, it, it wasn't, it wasn't to be this year. It wasn't to be. Uh, congratulations to the Raptors uh, and their fans from all across Canada, whether they've ever cared about the Raptors prior to this year or not. Uh, congratulations to them. And, you know, now we move forward, man. There is so much to talk about when it comes to the Warriors and their future. Uh, so we're going to start off with that just as an FYI. Going to get into um, a little bit of story time. Had to get a new mattress. Uh, that was pretty, pretty funny, uh, pretty interesting thing to do. Um, talk a little bit about when you see certain things on public transportation, what do you do? Um, getting into, you know, where the festival season, festival season has definitely started. So kind of want to bring back a segment or uh, uh, kind of, a segment that I spoke about with um, friend of the show Shia last year, um, where we where we discussed people saying the N word and things like that when it comes to songs and things of that nature. So we'll have some clips from when we spoke about that last year, uh, and then just being an adult and cooking and how it's kind of interesting to cook and how you think food should look and does is taste all that matters because once you get older. You know, you definitely want your food to look pretty. Um, all right, yeah, but but yeah, so Warriors couldn't couldn't pull it out, lost in game six, and you know, look, that game in itself, obviously Clay goes down, tears his ACL, which is crazy. I mean, again, I spoke about this last week about uh, how crazy this 30 for 30 will be when everything is all said and done. And even this part, to see someone go down with an Achilles and then an ACL, I mean, what are the friggin' chances, you know? Um, that was just crazy in itself. And, you know, when it comes came down to the last shot of the game, when Steph had a pretty good look at it, look, now that we know Clay tore his ACL, they weren't going to win in Toronto. They, they may have gotten killed, but... I wanted that shot for Steph. I wanted that shot for Oracle. I wanted that shot for Oakland. That's really all I really wanted. Um, you know, as soon I have a basketball chat with the guys that I hoop with, as soon as that shot is missed, people start texting about Steph not being clutch and things of that nature. And again, do they win the next game? Probably not. But it really would have been nice to quiet people like that and uh, and see that one go in for Steph, but didn't happen. Like I said, um, either last week or a couple weeks ago, they're out golfing. You know, Steph, if he cares deep down, we'll never know. Uh, he's one of those guys that I think it came out a li um, during the these finals how 
he still thinks about Kevin Love or that play where he could have went around Kevin Love that the three one year and decided to try to shoot or something like that. So clearly this stuff bothers him. But, you know, Steph is a guy who has a lot, just like all of these athletes, you know, they have a lot of different ventures and things of that nature. And it really makes you feel stupid as a fan if you're still upset. And then you hop on Instagram and you see them smiling and golfing and things like that. Not to say they don't care, but if they're over it, you should be over it too. Um, and that's just that's just the situation. Now, when it comes to, uh, so I think that's pretty much what it is. You know, uh, we don't know if Kawhi is going to stay. Um, my whole issue, like I said last week, was the fact that, you know, people get upset with Warrior fans calling them bandwagon fans and allowed a whole country to bandwagon a team. And there have been no jokes about it. Just like zero jokes. You know, I take, I don't know why, but NBA social media, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, I am obsessed with reading comments and I've just been waiting to see stuff about Raptor fans not knowing you know nobody's asking the Raptor fans who was on the team in 1995 or like in 2002 nobody's asking Raptor fans all that they're just letting the whole um, country of Canada enjoy this one and you know what that's fine but just as a Warrior fan I just wanted people to keep the same energy, and that same energy is not being kept. So that's a little frustrating for me. Now, uh, and maybe that's partly because, like we said, you know, when you saw the Warriors, you knew this was going to be greatness for a while. Um, when you see the Raptors, even if Kawhi stayed, look, I mean, the the Lakers got Anthony Davis, so... We don't know who else they're going to get. The Warriors are basically taking a year off. Uh, Steph will probably destroy all of his um, efficiency ratings this next year because he's not going to have anybody else. Um, I don't know who the Warriors, you know, if the Warriors do sign KD and Clay, you're signing people knowing that they're not going to play the next year. Then it's harder for them to go out and get Steph help for next year. And again, it's like, do you want to run Steph into the ground next year, knowing you're probably at best going to be a second round exit? And like I said, as this comes out of my mouth, I hope it does not age well. And I hope Steph somehow finds his way back in the finals. But um, based on what they have now and based on what they're probably going to get, that's a tall, tall task. Um, but yeah, maybe that's why. You know, people aren't really thinking about the Raptors like that because even if Kawhi stayed, depending on who the Lakers get, I mean, the Lakers have basically have a clear path to the finals now that the Warriors um, are without two of their three best players. Uh, no disrespect to the other Western Conference teams, but you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James on one team, and they're trying to get someone else. I mean, look, yeah, it was a regular season game. Yeah, it was just like it was a Christmas. It was their Christmas game, but it was a ra random regular season game. LeBron had the Lakers playing well, man. He still has that ability. He's always had that ability. So you give him a guy like Anthony Davis. Um, he's, they still have Kyle Kuzma. They got to figure out who else they're going to get. But I feel pretty confident saying that LeBron is going to be in the mix, a lot in the mix next year. And um, depending on where Kawhi goes, that's really what matters. I think, and people had said this was a very interesting parade um, because you're celebrating it 
not thinking, you know, when the Warriors celebrated parades, it was always thinking we're going to, we can't wait to do this again next year. None of that was being like from the clips that I saw at the Raptors parade. None of that was really being brought up. It was more like, enjoy this right now because only the good Lord knows when we'll get back, you know? So I thought that was uh, pretty interesting, you know, when you see all the different parades. So it was a very, very kind of unique setting. Um, And, you know, Good for Toronto, good for Canada. You can't make the club in the tub, and it's not their fault um, that the Warriors were injured. So they just did what they were supposed to do. Now, uh, turning my attention to the Warriors, I mean, what? I don't necessarily feel bad for Warriors owners because they're Warriors owners, and <laughs> they're going to be okay, right? They they worked hard. They got themselves in good positions, and uh, they're millionaires, billionaires. So they're going to be all right, but... As far as the ch- opening the Chase Center, what a nightmare. I mean, you couldn't have drawn up a worse start to the arena, like compared to what, um, you know, Warriors ownership had in mind, right? They're going to, co- you know, they went from thinking they were going to be coming off a three-peat, hopefully re-signing KD, at least having the Splash Brothers to kind of headline uh, the Chase the Chase Center Center and all this new stuff. You go from that to losing the finals and losing two of your three best players. And who's headlining? Steph and backpack Draymond? Like that's that's who you got, you know? Uh Alfonso McKinney. Like who are their starters? I mean, you couldn't have drawn this up worse. Uh if you are a Warrior fan or anyone connected to the Warriors. Uh, look, the Chase Center is going to be fine. I think they've already made a billion just based on concerts and different shows and things of that nature. But simply talking basketball, this is going to be wild, man. And look, you know the Warriors. Uh, I always had said they should give away shirts at every single freaking game. You know, they should give away more than that. I think they got a little bit better because it was the end of Oracle. They gave away the... Google Home Minis, they were given, you know, they gave away a lot of shirts, even though they typically do for playoffs. Um, but one thing that they are not going to do is drop the prices. Uh, and I don't know who's going to pay. I don't know who's going to pay based on what we believe those prices to be. Now, do they drop them down to what Oracle was looking like, you know, around, you know, like last year and the last couple years? It's possible. But I heard some ridiculous. Ridiculous prices for um, the season tickets and getting season tickets. And if you did spend money, first of all, if you spent money on those season tickets, like, and I heard it was like ten thousand a pop. You, you, hopefully, you don't mind because you know you don't mind spending that amount of money because who would spend that amount of money to watch people play a sport, right? If you did. And you were planning on flipping them or reselling them. This is a complete nightmare. You that money is gone. That money is gone because people are not. I mean, sure, it's it's still going to be super nice, but people aren't going to pay that premium, right? You're definitely not. You might you but might be lucky to get them back at face value, but you're probably not going to. So this is a complete mess. Um, I do think it's interesting though. And again, going back to the NBA kind of um, world as it comes to the media and social media. I do think it is interesting that people are sitting there and saying 
that the Warriors, like like Kawhi is a dynasty killer. And I think, and that, and that the Warriors dynasty is done. And I think it begs the question, well, what is a, what is a dynasty? You know, um, if the Warriors, the Warriors lost this year, but they were in the mix and then they're in the championship and then next year they make the playoffs, even if they go out in the second round, everyone knows they don't have their horses. And then the year after that, I mean, you don't know what KD is going to be, but you're going to know fairly soon within the uh, season. And same with Clay Thompson, assuming they get both back. Why wouldn't they at least be in the talk to win again? When, as of right now, like I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying like if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, okay. If Kyrie goes to the Lakers. Okay, but to hear the talk that the dynasty is that the Warriors are done right now when we don't even people were saying that before Anthony Davis went to the Lakers. I thought that was wild. I thought that was completely wild, you know, Um, because you just don't know anything that's going to happen in the future. Yeah, if anything, this gives the Warriors a better chance in that year. What will that be? Um, Next year will be. 2019 2020 so that 2020 2021 season you know Steph maybe he takes a bunch of rest this next uh this next season he comes back fresh you know it'll be the first time they're not playing till June nobody will be playing in June most likely uh so the idea that they're done is 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 kind of crazy I mean and I don't know if you can compare other sports but there have been years where Tom Brady you know, hasn't gone to the Super Bowl. You still expect, you know, you still kind of feel like they were there. You still kind of feel like they're in the mix. So the Warriors, even if they lose in the first round next year, coming back that year after, like I said, unless a crazy super team joins, I think they should be still one of the top favorites, especially with the Rockets imploding and things like that. We just don't know. Like I said, if tomorrow the Lakers get their third big piece I okay I could see that but even so LeBron is aging um Anthony Davis you know he hasn't sustained crazy injuries but it's been kind of hard for him to stay on the court consistently if they get Kyrie same with him uh so it's just interesting how quick people are not only to just say that you know that they're done for next year which is the obvious take but that they're done uh going forward uh that didn't really make a lot of sense to me but either way, you know, it's hard to say every things are everything is relative. At the beginning of the season, everybody would have said, hey, a, uh, a, a year with no championship is a. Is not a success. Um, but then when you look at what the Warriors had to endure, losing KD so early, getting that kind of flash um, of the past, of just the Splash Brothers. It was a cool run, man. It was a cool run. And look, I think, honestly, if anything, it helped Warrior fans that weren't already on that level um, appreciate KD that much more. My problem is, again, with the NBA world, is that they move the goalposts so much with the Warriors, right? Uh, Bleacher Report, they just will not stop posting about the uh, anything they find any excuse to post about the Warriors blowing that three one lead. It's like you know, on this day, a year and four days ago, 
Kyrie Irving made a shot. You know what I mean? Or like Steph Curry threw a mouthpiece. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. And when, you know, I get into the black hole of reading the comments and the, my whole thing is this. You're upset. On one end, you're upset that uh, you make fun of the Warriors for blowing a 3-1 lead, right? Then you're upset with the Warriors because they added Kevin Durant after well, – and you say that championships are the only thing that matter. Championships matter, right? The regular season doesn't matter. Then when you – see that KD gets added to the Warriors, now all of a sudden, well, that's 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 weak because the Warriors were 73-9. and nine. But I thought the regular season doesn't matter, right? Then the same thing, Draymond Green is trash, but then when Kevin Durant gets added, he got, you know, now they're playing with four All-Stars. They keep moving the goalposts. Like, just stick... Whatever your take is, just stick to it. Does the regular season matter? Yes or no? It can't matter sometimes. can't matter when Kevin Durant joins a 73-9 and team, but it doesn't matter when the Warriors lose a championship and didn't get a ring. It, you can't keep changing it. Um, so th- that just is what annoys me the most, and I know I just need to get over it because these people are not very mature. They could be 14 years old for all I know. Um but it's just kind of frustrating because that's the narrative. I mean, I was talking with my basketball buddies earlier today. Like, you know what? There's a part of me that would trade the 3-1 loss to get that win, knowing that that even if I knew that meant we wouldn't get Kevin Durant. Because you, you, when you look at the Warriors' run, down the line, that might be the thing that people remember the most, you know? Um, I think rings do get forgotten. I think this Raptors ring will get forgotten. I think, um, you know, just because of kind of the people on the team, and sure, Kawhi's been really funny and cool lately, and it's the first ring for Canada, but, um, and I'm going to keep saying Canada because everyone keeps acting like it's the World Cup. I'm not going to, the, they're the Canadian rap, the Canada Raptors. They're not the Toronto Raptors. They're the Canada Raptors. Um, you know, I think down the line, they'll be like, oh, yeah, he did get that ring with Toronto. Didn't, oh, oh, KD and Clay went down. I remember that year. Like, I think it'll be, that's what we're going to look at when this all is said and done, which isn't actually fair to Kawhi because of that crazy shot against the Sixers and things like that. I just think that's how it's going to be looked at the same way. Uh, that 2014-2015 year when, you know, when Steph got his first ring and Klay Thompson got his first ring and Draymond got his first ring, when it the whole talk was, oh, yeah, Kyrie went down and Kevin Love went down. LeBron had to carry everyone. Like, that's really what people talk about more than the fact that the other team won. So when you look at the Warriors, and that was their first ring, right, uh, to beat that team that was injured, the Cavs team that was injured, uh, and they took them to six, Um then the next year the Warriors blow the 3-1 lead, which is historic because still to this day no one has no one else has done that in the finals. Um and then after that you add KD and people are just like, well, it just wasn't fair for anyone. Those rings are cheap. They were bought, whatever. So when you think about it down the line, if they get no more rings, which I don't think will be the case, uh, but if they don't get any more rings, you could make the argument that that 3-1 year 
might be the most memorable year, especially if you're a warrior hater. So it's interesting, man. It's very, very interesting, uh, the whole thing. But hopefully Kevin Durant comes back, you know, to be the same player and same with Clay. I think there's less of a worry with Clay than Kevin Durant. Um, and they can just keep this thing moving. I think what what everybody learned is someone's going to have to go. It's probably going to be Draymond because, I mean – you know, there's already people talking, saying, look at what happened to the Warriors. If you're the Lakers, do you go for that third uh, fish, that third big fish? Or do you just get uh, some veterans that kind of know their role? And if injuries do go down, you're not completely screwed. You're not relying on Alfonso McKinney and Quinn Cook uh, to make shots. So um, it'll be interesting to see what the Lakers do just based on how this last uh, finals played out. But again, at the same time, the Warriors go back-to-back these last two years with a very top-heavy team. And actually, no one really went down like this. They had a couple small injuries. But what are the chances that both players uh, get injured? Now, if Clay doesn't get injured, a lot of people are saying Warriors probably win game six. Not like they were winning by 20. Um, but I do think they probably win. And it's a toss-up in Toronto. We never know. Uh, and we'll never know. All we know is Toronto, uh, Clay Thompson did get hurt, and Toronto, or Canada won. Canada won, okay? All right. Switching gears here. That was a lot of Warriors talk, but you know I had to get into it. Uh, and, hey, it's going to be fairly quiet for the next couple months with them being donezo. Um, okay, so what I had to do to, you know, what better thing to do to get over a Warriors loss than the next day? Go mattress shopping, right? You got to go mattress shopping. And I got to be, you know, I got to give kudos to my girlfriend because I've had the same mattress uh, probably since like sophomore year of high school. And on top of that, it wasn't given to me new. So that thing had been around the block and it, it was time to go. Um, but mattresses aren't cheap, man. Mattresses aren't cheap. So we get to the store, you know, I uh, we think we went to Mancini's or something. And it's always so funny to just see people in their element, right? Like, you know, the guy that worked at the mattress store, like, he knows about mattresses. That's like one something that you would never think about. This guy's like, I know this. I know that. This one is what you want for this. This one is what you want for that. Um, so, of course, the first thing I got to say is, okay, well, this is our t- price limit. <laughs> like, let me just start there before you before you get going there, Sparky. This is our price limit. And it's funny because they try to not shame you, but it, 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 it always seems like they are trying to shame you once you say you want that. Uh, you're not looking for the prime thing. Like, once you say what your price limit is, they're like, oh, you know, you want the, you want the cheap mattresses. You know, it's like, whoa, you know, I didn't. I just said, you know, this is this is the range, right? It's always so funny. It's like a it's like a joke where uh, they're like, oh, the cheap mattresses are downstairs, and there's like a, you know, it's like um, it's like a grimy uh, stairwell, like spiral staircase going downstairs, like dripping and and cold, right? And they're all scare tactics, you know. Um, like most people, when they say it like that. The people looking for the mattresses are just like, oh, you know what? We'll we'll stay up here. We'll spend the we'll spend the extra the extra couple bucks, right? But you know me, I'm cheap. I'm just like downstairs. Okay, where to the left or to the right, 
or is it a straight shot? Like, I really could care less. You know what I mean? Like, I just, it's just somewhere to sleep. And like I said, compared to the last mattress, we're good to go. Okay. Anything would be better. Um, it's also funny, very similar to when I was on that Hornblower cruise and I told you about that bartender a couple weeks back. It's like the diff, they always downplay the difference. They're like, yeah, you could get, uh, you could get a, uh, a Tempur-Pedic for this, or you could get the the higher level Tempur-Pedic for this. You know, the difference is only a couple bucks. I'm like, well, what's a couple bucks? Uh, you know, five, six hundred bucks. I'm like, really? Like, are you hiring? <laughs> like, if you think five, six hundred bucks is just a couple bucks, I need your job. That's a lot of money to me. Okay. Are you hiring? I love mattresses. I can learn all about them, all right? Um, so that's always funny. Ended up getting something right in the middle, right? Didn't want to seem too cheap, but like I said, I'm not going to sit there and spend 1500 bucks on a mattress when when we finally do get a house. We're probably going to have to get another one anyway. So that was the thought process there. Um, but yeah, man, mattress shopping. If you ever want to do something... Uh, you know, there's there's nothing that I've spent more money on that I won't really even remember using that much, right? Because you don't really remember sleeping. Um, so that's it's just an interesting it's an interesting purchase. I'll say that. Okay, so I had something else I wanted to get into, and I've seen it a couple times, and I don't really know how to react because I'm also guilty of it, right? Like on social on a public transportation. When, if you see someone using their phone to, like, tape or take a picture of someone else without their consent, what do you do? So, I, you know, I think it's very different to when the dancers are on the, the, the train and they're like, what's the best station? A donation. Like, they want to be videotaped. Um, I do feel bad if I don't tip them after I videotape them. But they're, they're all for it. But when you talk about, like, rant, like normal people... Uh, like today, I was on the train and someone took a picture of someone's backpack and the person was turned around and clearly didn't know. And I'm like, do you say something? Like, what would you say? Like, yo, like, you know, hey, this guy just took a picture of your backpack. Just want to let you know. Like, you don't say anything, but it's still kind of weird that that person would do that. Right. Um and he wasn't even sly about it. He just, like, took the picture. There was another time where two people were standing next to each other. It was a, a guy and a girl. And the guy took a picture of the girl. And it kind of looked like they knew each other. But he also, after he took the picture, didn't show her. So I thought that was weird. And I just find myself in this weird position where it's like, do you say something? You know, again, what would you say? Like, yo, just want to let you know this person took a picture of you. And I feel bad for not saying anything, but also um, not sure what I'm going to say, right? Uh, so that's always interesting. If you have any takes on that, feel free to hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at the underscore styles files styles with an I. All right. Next. So, you know, yesterday... Uh, my girlfriend, she was like, oh, you know, didn't have a big lunch, would love dinner. So I'm like, sure, you know, I'll make dinner. And I made dinner, and the dinner was good. It was like I, we had fish, um, you know, a little bit of quinoa, trying to get keep it healthy, and some veggies. 
So here's my thing. My food always tastes good. And now I'm looking at myself and she like sent the Snapchat out, right? To like her her like friends and fam, whoever, uh, like, oh, Alan made me dinner. And I got the Snapchat and I'm just like, you know, that food don't look too good, right? Like it doesn't look too good. And being 29, almost 30, and watching a lot as much uh, food network and travel channel as I do, I'm wondering like, when is it time to make sure like when is when does presentation matter, right? Do I have like a year like at 30? Like when you watch TV shows and movies, the food always looks good. Like it'll like a, and the guy will be like, yeah, this is my first time trying this and it looks like a, a like a very pristine plate, it's very clean. And I'm wondering, I'm like, is it time? Like for me to really pay attention to presentation and like I'll make veggies and just hammer the veggies, but they got so many seasonings on them. They they still taste good. Right. But they don't look great. And I'm wondering, I'm like, you know, is it time to maybe take that extra step and make dinner look good or during the week maybe it's a thing where like during the week it doesn't matter but on the weekends yeah sure you take that extra step I don't know all I know is she sent the picture and I was like dang you know it tastes great but that it doesn't look phenomenal and I'm wondering when it should start to look better so again hit me up if you have any takes on that all right, uh, kind of to close the show, wanted to talk about, uh, as I mentioned before, music festivals around the corner. I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to Life is Beautiful this year. I know it's it's been a good run, but that lineup is just, for, for, the, for the cost, and, you know, I got a couple weddings this year, uh, I just can't, can't do it, and, you know, the lineup just didn't make me do it, um, but yeah, you know, festival season is upon us. I'm going to Austin City Limits uh, for sure. I already have those tickets. And uh, by the way, Austin City Limits tickets are like 265 for three days, which is wild. Uh, with a much better lineup, Life is Beautiful trying to charge like 360 for some trash. So uh, yeah, that's wild. Um, but anyway, festival season always reminds me of the one time I was at. It might have been Life is Beautiful. It might have been. Coachella, one of them, probably both, where I was at a school schoolboy Q show or, you know, um, set. And basically I was surrounded by a bunch of white people saying the N word while me being pretty much the only black person was not saying the N word because I don't say the N word uh, unless I'm really drunk. I'm like, very, I'm like, I sound like a, you know, like a white guy. Like I only say it if I'm a little tipsy, you know, like uh, I just don't say it. And it's it's just an interesting take. And I'm going to try to find the clip um, last year of me and Shia, a friend of the show, talking about it, where, you know, the idea that you, because you pay for something or because someone says something, you have the ability to say it yourself. Um, I, I guess I can understand where you're coming from. My question would just be, why do you need to say it? You know, um, what you know, all these things you're 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 able to do. You know, it's very similar to like 
kids that aren't supposed to drink before 21. You know, that's law. What does that make you want to do? Drink before 21. If nobody cared if that white people said the N-word, um, you know, in like the, the A, not the ER, uh, maybe they would not feel the need to want to say it. I don't know. All I know is, you know, I just think it's kind of a cop out for all the kids and all the adults that use that use songs, you know, as a vehicle so they can hide behind. Well, I'm just singing a song. If they didn't want me to say it, they shouldn't say it themselves. Now, to that point, I do think that I do find rappers and artists accountable if you're looking in the crowd and you see all white people and you're singing a song that you know contains the N-word and you point your mic toward the crowd knowing that they're probably going to say it. I do think that's problematic and I'm not excusing them for that. And I think that if you're a rapper and you don't care if white people say the N-word, then say it. Then tell people that. Um, so at least people will know, hey, you know, now now I have I can't get mad at anyone because I'm at a concert of with someone who said themselves, hey, I don't care if uh, white people say the N word to my song. Personally, uh, I put it in the song. They can say what they want. Now, if you say that. Then I, there's nothing for me to say. It's your song. I'm not going to challenge them on that. Right. And plus, it's like 10,001. I'd lose that fight now going back to that situation that happened last year with Kendrick Lamar. Um, and I still am upset about this. If you listen to the show last year, when he invited a white girl up to sing a song that he knew contained the N word. And then when she fell for it, because she was probably drunk, right? Not that that's an excuse, but you invited her up to sing a song that you knew had the N word in it. She starts singing the song and says the N-word, and then he uses it as a teaching moment and tries to be the hero. I think that was weak. I think that was weak. I think you know what's in the song. You wrote the song. Why would you even invite um, a white girl up there to sing it anyway? Or a white person up there to sing it anyway? I don't, you know, I'm not excusing what she did or what she said. I'm just saying... She should have never been in that situation. Um, sing a song that you know doesn't say it, right? Uh, that's how I feel. Or bring up a black person to sing the song. There, there's an idea, Kendrick. Maybe he couldn't find one. If he can't find one, change up the routine because it was kind of a layup for him uh, expecting her to run into that trap. And she flew into that trap and then the headlines were like Kendrick checks white girl blah, blah 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 but what you didn't know is that he invited her up in the first place so stuff like that is fake to me uh and I just thought it was kind of corny and I said it last year and I'll say it every year but with that being said you know when it comes to um other artists and 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 things of that nature I just think I I, I do think that it's on the fault of you know these the the white fans that are kind of hiding behind the use to just be able to say it but I also think that if rappers are looking out into the crowd and seeing what is happening and hearing what is happening they can literally hear them singing the words and you don't speak out about it um, I think it puts us normal black folk in kind of a weird situation as well so here's Shia and myself um a while ago, last festival season pretty much, talking about 
white people using the N-word when it comes to music and things of that nature. And a lack of a lot of non-black people's understanding of the history of it um, that makes me very uneasy. I don't want to have to try to figure out in my mind if they if they get it, if they're using it with understanding the, 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 the historical context and, and yada, yada, yada. I, I, I don't have to worry about that when I'm dealing with black people who use it. Right, but, <clears throat> yeah, but, I mean, at the same time, you know, how what, there is no real defense to me that you can legitimately hide behind if there's like, hey, they're saying it in a song. I'm going to sing the song. I mean, well, so ultimately, I'm I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to just police people. Right. Saying, I, I can't. Just It's impossible. I could see you like at the music festival like, hey, you stop. Hey, you stop. Yeah, hey, you I, stop. I just like going through. I, I can't. No. I, and, and I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even attempt right. to do that. Um but if I if if it's in a situation where it's a one on one setting and and I'm it's being uh, used in my presence in a way where it's like blatantly where I feel like it's it's blatantly disrespectful right. or they're using it towards me or like there's there's certain contexts where I I'd, I'd have to have to speak up and say something but I'm right. not I'm not gonna be walking around like you know I'm at a dog park and I see a, some kids. I don't know why I said dog park. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I do. I, so <laughs> I was. I remember I was at a. I was at a dog park years ago before I had kids. We had a dog. Me and my wife had a dog. Right. And um, there were there were like three or four. Uh, I, I want to say they were Samoan, but they were island. They were Pacific yeah. Islanders. Um, and they had their, they had this Rottweiler, and uh, they just they kept calling the dog. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! And I was just like. What what are we doing? Is this what we is this what it's got you know it's come to? Like they kept on the dog. The minority piece is weird because I think when everyone thinks about you know you have to you know uh, don't say the n word if you're not black. I think everyone thinks white people don't say it, but it is awkward for me because you know um, I grew up in circles right. You know uh, a lot of Pacific Islanders. Right. Um, a lot of Latinos, you know right. what I mean, Filipinos, and right. they say it. Right. And, like, I don't know if they feel like, hey, we're not white, but it's like, yeah, but you, you, uh, you, you're you, not black either. Right, <laughs> right. But, and and in, in fairness, the majority the majority of non-black, non-white people who do use it, um, are, I don't think they, they clearly don't understand the historical context. So no. I, not that, but, I, not that yeah. I excuse it. Um, but it, there is there's a lot less weight to it um, when it's said normally right. by someone uh, yeah. non-black or non-white person, right? Um, so my wife, who is uh, Mexican American, is a huge Tupac fan. Mm-hmm. Um, she never uses it, right? Um, and I don't think we would be together if she did. Like I, I couldn't. Yeah, you know, even in a song, she will not use it in the song. But you're saying it would be that awkward for you, even in a song. Yeah, we 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 would have a we'd have a problem. <laughs> or she just but wouldn't listen to Tupac. We've been to, we've been together right for you, but no, we wouldn't. We'd have a problem. Wow. Well, you know, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, <laughs> the use of the N word. Right. Uh, so I just wanted to close with that. 
everybody getting ready to go to music festivals this year. Just be cognizant of that. And, you know, I'm not telling you to check anyone because it's not really the situation. You don't pay $300, $400 to get into fights and things like that. But, you know, just be aware. And if you see someone that kind of looks awkward, if whether they're black or whatever the case may be, just kind of, you know, reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I understand it's an awkward situation, but, you know, it kind of is what it is. Just try to enjoy yourself um, and, and don't let it ruin the moment. Uh, because at, at the end of the day, the, you know, that's a lot of times that's what the people that do it want. They want to make people feel uncomfortable. They want to get under your skin. And if you let them do that, then they're winning. Uh, so I had to end with that just because I'm actually late on that segment. I wanted to bring that up a while ago um, before the music festival season started up. But yeah. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Warrior fans, hang in there. You know, we'll be back eventually. Uh, This is the time now to prove that you're not a bandwagon fan and keep it all moving, keep it all going in the right direction. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Uh, Summer is here. Have no fear. And I love the sun. Uh, Until next time, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore styles file styles with an i if you want to talk about anything i talked about on this show and in past shows uh, subscribe to my youtube channel it's just my name alan styles a-l-l-e-n-s-t-i-l-e-s and follow me on facebook the styles files as well all righty be safe be well be wise peace